All right, so I think something which is going to be increasingly more prevalent as we kind of move towards the summer months, uh, especially with now kind of 21st of June seeming like it could be the way out of lockdown and life back to normal, so to speak, combined with kind of the gyms opening a little bit beforehand, hopefully on the 12th of April, is inevitably quickly going back to that kind of time of year when everyone's looking to prepare for their holidays, get in shape. And what comes along with that is unfortunately a lot of people dieting with potentially not the most efficient starting points and as a result, mm -hmm. quickly ending up on very low food and very high expenditure. So let's take a moment to kind of reflect on reasons for fat loss and maybe kind of establishing more efficient fat loss starting points. Yeah. So I'm going to put the brakes on straight away and maybe give a little bit of harsh reality and say to anyone listening that's choosing you to go for fat loss, why? Why now are you choosing to lose body fat? Are you choosing to lose body fat based on the uh, new updates, the fact that you know, we'll be able to have a, a normal social life again? If that's you, if that's the case, then again, question why you're truly doing it. Why have you chosen now? Are you doing it for yourself? Or are you doing it for other people? Do you, you know, again, question yourself. Do you see your self-value is worth to how you look, what the scale says, where your body fat's at? Because if that's you, then before considering to go into a fat loss phase, you might need to work on your relationship with yourself. And that's critical because otherwise, again, you know, you might be able to do lose the body fat, but you, you're going to be more likely to pick extreme unsustainable methods. And again, if you, you know, after you finish dieting, because you haven't picked a sustainable method, uh, you'd be more likely to gain it back. But because you've tied your self-worth to where your body fat's at or what the scale says or, you know, how you think other people judge you, uh, again, what's going to happen to mental health when you start to gain some of the body fat back? It's going to go downhill very, very fast. Um, and again, it's just going to create this really negative cycle. This is where you can start to get into the restrict binge cycles. Just a lot of really negative consequences. You know, a lot of anxiety, depression can start to form. It doesn't sound like choosing to lose fat can lead to all these things. But if you have the wrong reasons for trying to lose fat, if you're doing it for other people, this is the serious consequences that can happen. And, you know, so you just have to ensure before starting the fat loss phase, you have a good reason. And really, there are two good reasons for your health or you're doing it for yourself. But if you're doing it for other people, again, this way you need to take a step back, improve your relationship with yourself first. And then after you've done that, then it's okay to go into a fat loss phase. But just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. That's the critical thing to understand first. I think as an extension of that, I would even also consider how as kind of looking at, at, at reasons uh, a little further, kind of how serious does this reason, you know, kind of impact your, your kind of approach to fat loss and how mm -hmm. lean you need to be. Because go, going back to your idea of kind of doing this for, for others and, your, and kind of your self-worth and basing things potentially on other people's opinion or more so what you perceive to be other people's opinion, because especially yeah. you know, a lot of people yes. trying to get a lot of people trying to get lean on holiday, you know, are thinking, yeah, I need to, you know, look good on the beach, look good by the poolside, because 
other others are, are going to judge me if I'm not looking that good. But mm-hmm. are you even basing it on other people's opinions or are you actually just worried of what other people's opinions might be? Because yeah. odds are it's probably not even other people's mm-hmm. opinions. It's just what you're mm-hmm. kind of perceiving them to be. Uh, and, you know, do you really need to be that lean and embark on a pretty strict and serious fat loss phase if your goal is to look good at, on, on a holiday or just for the summer as opposed to, you know, people who are maybe looking to do like a competition prep or a photo shoot that, you know, as you were kind of saying, more reasons for yourself, especially when kind of looking at, then we can even kind of get into right and wrong reasons to kind of compete and stuff. But when people are kind of thinking about what the end goal is, consider why one has that goal, if it's actually necessary and how we can almost kind of gauge our fat loss phase around that. Um, yeah. And I guess kind of with kind of the goals things uh, kind of wrapped up, maybe maybe you kind of want to give an insight into how how these more efficient starting points should look for those who are ready to kind of uh, Im- or, or think they're ready to embark on a fat loss cycle. Because as as we uh, as we kind of will go into, uh, some people may not actually be in the most efficient position to really see that through in a in a simple and sustainable manner. Yeah. So. Actually, leading off that again, as, as I said, you know, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, you're more likely to be a bit more extreme and, you know, uh, pick unsustainable methods, probably have way too low calories, way too high output. Uh, and again, that's going to lead to more likely to regain the weight. And every time you, you know, go through these cycles, it actually becomes harder to diet. So the first question we can say to start an efficient point is, you know, what does your diet and history look like? Do you always, are you someone that's always trying to diet? If that's the case, we need, you know, it's not the time for you to diet. You probably need to spend a lot longer and a long time actually doing the opposite, actually trying to eat a lot more food to create a much efficient uh, or a more efficient diet and start point. So, you know, uh, if you start on higher calories and your calories up here, then you have, and you know, this is your, this, your end point, you have all this room to play with. If you're starting with your calories down here, you've got this room to play with. You know, what's going to give you more time from here to here or here to here? So that's really important to understand first is that in terms of, you know, time and uh, length of the diet, if you're starting on higher calories, it's just going to give you more time to do what you need to do and get as much fat off as you need to get off. But that's just one aspect. If we look at the other aspect, there's also, you know, if you are eating more calories, you're going to have way more freedom and more flexibility, and it's going to allow for better, a better social life and better social health. Uh, again, how these things impact mental health is massive, really, really important. And, you know, if you're eating more and you're going out uh, for meals, you're enjoying life with your friends, it's going to feel way less like you're dieting. One of the key aspects to uh, sustainable fat loss is picking the method that feels like the least effort. Now, this key word is feels like least effort because there's always going to be effort. That needs to be said. But again, if you're enjoying your social life, it's going to feel like a lot less effort than if you're staying at home, being miserable, uh, not being able to hang with your friends and just not enjoying the quality of the life. That's a lot more effort. It's not sustainable. It's not enjoyable. And that's really key. So higher calories means more time for fat loss. It means more enjoyability, more flexibility, more freedom, better social life. Then if we look at the next aspect and we look at things like energy levels and performance, if you're eating more, you can have better energy levels and you can be able to perform better, better performance means better progress means better results. Um, And so 
you know, if you're eating less, then what's going to happen? Performance is going to, you know, go, it's going to go downhill very quickly. Bad performance means worse progress, means worse results. Uh, and then lastly, again, you know, the common saying of eat less, move more is, first of all, it's just terrible advice. It's so generic, so vague, but it's also not really how the human body works. If you naturally eat less, your body likes homeostasis. It likes to stay regulated. If you eat less, then your output is going to be less, even if you're not aware of it. So it'd be, you know, again, so, you know, you could take control and say, well, I'm going to set myself a step target. So I'm still active. Okay. But if you're eating less, then achieving that step goal is going to feel like more effort. Again, feeling like more effort means less likely to succeed in the long run. So again, that's already a bad start. But such things such as how you even talk or even blink starts to slow down, things that are out of your control. And so uh, that might not seem like much, but over the course of the day, over the course of days, over the course of weeks, all adds up. That carry, yeah, expenditure adds up and makes a difference. So again, you could create, say, a 500 calorie deficit by eating more and expending more, or you could create a 500 calorie deficit by eating less, but you're also going to expend less as well. So you'd be, you know, up here versus down here again this zone down here worse performance worse social life with less freedom less flexibility less energy this circle up here the reverse better performance better energy better social life more freedom more flexibility better quality of life more enjoyability more likely to succeed uh, and it's and it's not just about where you know where you're starting with a diet point it's about where you're finishing with a diet point too so up here you're going to finish at a better diet and start point or finishing point i should say um so these are all just key considerations um before you start fat loss phase of you know where you're trying to go how long is it going to take and where do you want to end up and you know is it can you create a fat loss environment which is sustainable for you and that these are the key questions you have to ask yourself yeah and kind of going off what you mentioned earlier uh, especially kind of looking at the idea of things becoming harder kind of every time you kind of go back to to trying to lose fat and potentially mm -hmm. looking at kind of the binging and restricting cycle a little more is people don't understand that this is perhaps actually a lot harder than than they might think because we're looking at it becoming psychologically harder again going back okay. to what, what we mentioned briefly at the beginning about kind of relationship with yourself and relationship okay. with food uh, and kind of how you e even just associate things with diets psychologically and then also okay. becomes yeah. obviously physiologically harder because then we're okay. looking at potentially actually doing especially if we are dieting on such low calories for, for starters kind of the damage that you can do to your body um, in a magnitude of ways and then also potentially just kind of ruining your body composition and over time actually being in a much worse starting point and just body composition in general than, than you'd be happy with. Because what some people don't consider is even things like, you know, if we are looking at something like a more binging and restricting cycles, if you're dieting and you lose, you know, a bit of fat and a bit of muscle, and then you end up perhaps not being, not having started with an efficient starting point and lacking mm -hmm. a sustainable approach is then are you kind of binging out of it and then not really gaining much muscle back, gaining a lot more fat and then repeating mm -hmm. that, losing a bit of fat and a bit of muscle and gaining a lot mm -hmm. more fat and not much muscle. And over time, you're left with much worse body composition, which is obviously just going to make it even harder when we consider kind of the impact on, on lean muscle and, and kind of your expenditure and metabolism. Yeah. So we're looking at a multitude of factors here why this really should be considered seriously before you kind of embark on, on a fat loss phase.
Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, you know, that we're not going to get into this, but that could definitely lead down the road of, you know, how that can then start to form uh, poor metabolic health and then, then how that can lead to clinical disease as well. So, you know, like diabetes, heart disease, cancer, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, that's a massive rabbit hole. So we'll not get into that. Uh, but a quick, just a quick side note. As again, you mentioned, obviously, you know, how fat loss is uh, physiologically harder uh, every time you attempt it. Well, that's because, you know, the way fat loss works is you have fat cells, which basically expand and shrink. um, And that's it. That's how fat loss works. But every time you rapidly regain fat, so again, if you've had a really, you know, really really restrictive fat loss phase where you've just, you know, crashed out, if you rapidly regain that fat, uh, you can lead to actual new fat cells being created. Um, And so, again, that's why it just makes it so much harder to lose the fat every time you go through these cycles. Um, so that's a really key aspect to understand. So hopefully there we've really summed up why you've got to have the right reason for fat loss, why it's so important to create an efficient diet and start point, uh, and why maybe it's if you want to do a fat loss phase, maybe it's a wise idea to actually spend some time eating more food, eating more calories, and building up your calorie level first. Um, so if I had to leave you with one thing, it is that you should eat more and move more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think kind of to, to sum all that up, sometimes, especially, you know, when you do have a, a goal in mind, it's easy to push yourself harder and harder. But sometimes uh, a little bit less is, is more in kind of the, the grand scheme of things. Yeah.